And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial. Welcome aboard everyone around the world and our listeners in Rochester, New York, who pick us up through the courtesy of WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. And uh, that brings up an interesting point. Since uh, John Bon Jovial was unable to be with us today, we have called upon an old friend, another old radio friend of ours, who just happens to be affiliated with uh, Rochester Free Radio, our, uh, our old friend Jeff Moulton. Jeff, are you with us? Oh, Dave, it's great to be here with you today. It's great to have you here with us, too, as we broadcast indie music around the world. We'll chat in just a minute. But first, I want to get right to our first song, because this is a group that we've had on oh, uh, once or twice before, a, uh, a really neat group. They do some great stuff. And this is a brand new release they just sent us, so we can be one of the first people in the world to play it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a group called the Ivory Tower Project, and their brand new release called... Please tell me. It ain't so 
Talk Radio. Tell me, please tell me, that's the Ivory Tower Project right here on the David Bowers Awards, where we are, well, as you know, we're the, we're the show that's always an award show, because there are so many, we figured, why not make everyone an award show? And the nice thing about that is it makes all of our guests award winners automatically, and you get to help us pick the awards, because if you have someone or something that you know of that's done something music-related extremely good, or extremely dumb, whatever, write us, let us know. Perhaps there'll be an award winner right here on our show. And we have our, uh, we have this week's award is going to be a uh, kind of a combination. We're going to have a, a combination of an award winner, a David Bowers award winner, and a Rockstar 101. We're going to do that in just a minute. But first, uh, a previous award winner who has joined us and uh, will be sitting in for uh, the legendary John Bon Jovi this week. Uh, my old friend Jeff Moulton from Rochester, New York, and WRFZ FM 106.3, better known as Rochester Free Radio. It is indeed a pleasure, Jeff, to have you sitting in with us today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, but I have to say, now my radio name that I use is the real Jeff Moulton. So does this make me the award-winning Jeff Moulton? Well, I guess this would make you the award-winning real Jeff Moulton. Okay, that works for me. <laughs> well, as long as it works for you, that's the important thing. And for our listeners, Jeff and I, uh, we go ba- we go way back. I mean, we go back so far. I've, I'm, I'm, well, I've tried to forget how far back it is. But uh, Jeff, I met through a uh, high school friend of mine. Actually, it uh, wasn't just high school. We, uh, we went through school together. Bill, I think, was a year ahead of me in high school. And... Uh, it was an old friend of mine, Bill Jones, from upstate New York. And through him, I met other members of his family, including his cousin, who happened to be Jeff Moulton, and his, uh, his sister, and uh, the, the whole family there. And uh, we have been in contact off and on uh, ever since. Jeff, you got into radio. Where did you get your started radio? First of all, I have to say, you're a couple years older than me. So I, I was coming out of in. diapers. <laughs> I was coming out of diapers when we first met, and Elvis was coming in, and now I'm about ready to go back into diapers again. So that's how long <laughs> we've known each other. I know that uh, feeling. And I, I should toss in also that uh, when I got my first full-time gig at WTLB in Utica, New York, Jeff was one of my first listeners. and uh, So we do go back a ways. Well, Dave was 
what I've learned since, a typical radio wannabe. When, we were, when I was a little kid, Dave was a little older than me, and all he said, I want to be on the radio, 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 <laughs> and, uh, it, it, which it, it, very impressive to me because at that time I was probably not even eight years old, and rock and roll was coming in, American Bandstand was on, WTLB was the big radio station, and uh, Dave ended up on the radio. And he was a big influence on me because I actually knew somebody that was on the radio. And I, I dug radio, too. Even at that age, I, I listened to the radio. We listened to the countdown of the Top 31 survey and, yeah. and uh, actually cared about what the number one song was that week. And the whole family in my house was, was like that. And I know my cousin Bill was fanatical about it, and you were fanatical about it. And uh, that's how I was brought up with Dave Bauer saying, I want to be in the radio. I want to be in the radio. I want to be in the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got uh, I got my start even before I got into radio. Uh, I uh, hooked up with the uh, the uh, group that sponsored the shows at the auditorium in Utica, the uh, the old Utica Memorial Auditorium, or the Odd as it's now known. And uh, I had I they they gave me a heck of a deal. They really did. Uh, Gelati Labella and Martinelli was the uh, triumvirate that uh, that booked the shows in there. And uh, I somehow managed to talk to somebody from there. And I managed, while I was still, uh, I think, a sophomore in high school, I got a job with them. And uh, such a deal they gave me. <laughs> and you got, you got my sister backstage to meet a lot of these stars. You were yes, a big I shot. Did. I got to meet a lot of them myself, and I shared with my friends. The deal I got from them was I could sell tickets for them, and for every 10 tickets I sold, I got a free one. So that's how I was able to get my friends backstage, <laughs> and we did. We had I, I, a... I think my sister told me, my sister Donna told me that you got her backstage to see Bobby Rydell. Yeah, he that was... By. That was one of the uh, that was one of the bigger ones because uh, the show that he was on was an all star show. I I forget all the acts. It was Bobby Rydell, uh, Johnny Tillotson was on the show. The Skyliners. It was a uh, it was one of the bigger shows. They had a lot of stars, and we got to spend uh, to meet and actually spend uh, a few minutes with each of them. I know I got to uh, I got to hold Johnny Tillotson's guitar. Uh, he wanted. To, he was taking a picture with a fan, and he turned to me and asked me if I would hold his guitar while he took the picture. And of course, I said, "Hey, yeah, hold Johnny Tillotson's guitar." <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we've had a lot of fun over the years, and it is uh, it is absolutely awesome to uh, to have friends that you've had for so long. Uh, it's just I have to tell really you, we, we've I've told you this story before, but. They haven't heard it on air. You got a job at, at WTLB, which was a big top 40 station at the time, and you were doing 7 to Midnight. I was in seventh grade at the time. To a seventh grader, what is the prime time to listen to the radio but 7 to Midnight? Absolutely. So I went around to Hartford Central School telling everybody I knew Dave Bowers, and, every, and I was trying to impress people. Yeah, Dave Bowers is a friend of mine. And there was these twin sisters, the Holt sisters, that uh, one of them said, you don't know Dave Bowers. You're just <laughs> stupid. You don't know Dave Bowers. You know, we're seventh grade. And I said, I do know Dave Bowers. You don't know him. So 
she called you on the air that night and said, there's this stupid kid going around school telling everybody he knows you and you're a personal friend. And uh, you said, well, what's his name? You don't know him. He's just a stupid kid. Well, what's his name? Finally, she told you and, and you said, yes, I know Jeff Moulton. He's my best friend's little cousin. I know him very well. And she was like floored, and I give her credit. The next day, she came to school and told everybody that I did know you, and I was king for a day. You were a big man on campus. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, for I'm, one day uh, of my life. <laughs> I'm happy to have been a part of uh, of your moment of glory. It, uh, it really uh, it makes it all worthwhile. You know, you, it's it's nice when you can do things for your friends. <laughs> but we do you remember? Right uh, yes. Uh, Another another quick story. Do you remember the time uh, when we met in Schenectady? Yes, I do. You came down and applied for a job at a station I was working for, and as I recall, did not get it. No, I did get it. I, oh, I did was you? There for okay. a couple of weeks, but but you, uh, the program director, brought me into the studio, and the last time you had seen me, I was probably. 12, 13 right. years old, yeah. I graduated from college. It was my first gig out of college. So he brings me into the control room and introduces me to Bill Edwards. And you're sit- sitting behind the council, <laughs> and I look at you and I go, you're not Bill Edwards, you're Dave Bowers. <laughs> and you jumped up out of your seat and you said, how do you know me? And I said, I'm Jeff Moulton. <laughs> And he explored you. You got up and you hugged me. You jumped up and you hugged me. You were so shocked. He's, you know, I was 10 years older than, than the last time you had seen last me. Time I and seen we became you, right. very good friends. We connected yes. all over again. Yeah, reconnected all over again. It is, and it's great to reconnect with you right now. We're going to rock and roll. We have our first guest is uh, waiting in the green room right now. And uh, before we get there, I promised you we were going to have an award, and it was going to be a combination award and Rockstar 101, which is our recurring feature where we give tips on uh, what it takes to be a star in the music business. And uh, our uh, our award today, this week's The David Bowers Award, is coming up right now. <laughs> Uh, don't you just love don't you just love those uh, that that comb chorus there okay our award this week goes to actually an old timer from back in the uh, golden years the 60s and early 70s this is an audio clip from a guy by the name of frank zappa and uh, we found this uh, as a matter of fact i posted it online he is uh, he he is talking about the problems with the music industry. Now, keep in mind, this is back uh, in the 1960s when he did this. I don't remember the exact years, 68, 69, somewhere along in there. But uh, the the thing, the reason I'm, I'm bringing this on today is because after all these years, the the truth of what he had to say is uh, is still very much apparent. Listen, listen now to Frank Zappa. Remember the 60s, you know, that era that a lot of people, you know, have these glorious memories of, which they really weren't that great those years. But one thing that did happen during the 60s was some music of an unusual or experimental nature did get recorded and did get released. Now look at who the executives were in those companies at those times. Not hip young guys. These were cigar-chomping old guys who looked at the product that came and said, I don't know. 
Who knows what it is? Record it, stick it out of itself. All right. We were better off with those guys than we are now with the supposedly hip young executives, you know, who are making the decisions of what people should see and hear in the marketplace. These, the young guys are more conservative and more dangerous to the art form than the old guys with the cigars ever were. And you know how these young guys got in there? The old guy with a cigar one day goes, ah, well, I took a chance. It went out and we sold a few million units. All right, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, we got to do more of it. I need some advice. Let's get a hippie in here. So they hire a hippie. They're bringing the guy with the long hair. Now, they're not going to trust him to do anything except carry coffee and bring the mail in and out. He starts in there. Let's carry the coffee. Well, we can trust him. He brought the coffee four times on time. Let's give him a real job. Okay, he becomes an A&R man. From there, you know, moving up and up and up, next thing you know, he's got his feet on the desk, and he's saying, well, we can't take a chance on this, because it's just simply, that's not what the kids really want, and I'm, and I know. You know, and they got that attitude. And the day you get rid of that attitude and get back to, who knows, take a chance, you know, that, that entrepreneurial spirit where, even if you don't like or understand what the record is that's coming in the door, the person who is in the executive chair may not be the final arbiter of taste of the entire population, you know? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Wise words, still true today, from Mr. Frank Zappa. And we've got to move right along and give you some of that new indie music right now. Our next guest is standing by, so let's turn on the music and listen to a thing called Fall on the Blade. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Static and Surrender.
fall on the blade. That's static and surrender. And here from the group is a gentleman by the name of Jeff. Come on in and say hello, Jeff. You there, Jeff? We got plenty of Jeffs here today. I know. Uh, I know Jeff Moulton's with us. Jeff, here. there you are. Hello can there. You? I can hear well, you. Uh, can you not hear? Can you guys not hear me? I can't hear Jeff from the band. What about now? There you are. All right. Sorry about that. I'm not too sure what's going on. These these stinking devices that we all live on don't work. Isn't modern technology a wonderful thing? Jeff, we're glad to have you with us here today. My co-host for the week is an old friend of mine from way, way back, whose name is also Jeff. Uh, So we should have a lot of fun just kicking that name around. We're so glad to have you here with us. Tell us a little bit, and I know you've got all three of you guys are are right there. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the group and your background. Uh, a little bit about the, the background of the, the three of us. We're all residents currently in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, John and Adam grew up there, and uh, they're brothers, and they've always been in bands together. And I've been living out there for about 13, 14 years. Kind of got my way into the rock scene as quick as I could and was in another band that played with one of their bands and quickly became a fan of what they did in that band and then in, in the one that followed. And uh, just kind of, I guess, always wanted it to work with them. And then as soon as I saw the chance, I jumped on it because they were looking for a singer to start a new project with. And I said, I'll do it. And uh, how long is this that you've been together now? About a year and a half. About. Ah. Yeah, record, first record just came out. Took us a while to get it together, find a label, get it out. And uh, just, just came out like two weeks ago. Well, would would I be correct in assuming that uh, you guys do have a little bit of a background before this group got together? Because your sound doesn't sound like somebody that uh, just got into the business a year and a half ago. We've been doing it a bit. Thank you very much. We, uh, yeah, I mean, we've all been doing it a while. Um, you know, kind of. I mean, we all grew up doing it, and uh, I suppose we kind of feel like we met each other at the right time in our lives because we'd already gotten through all the the you know, ins and outs and mistakes and peaks and valleys of, of being in bands with other projects that we were a part of. And we're just kind of able to enjoy this one, knowing what we know because of what we've all been through. Well, it's been my experience from the uh, artists that we've had on the show over the years that you just said one of the key words, enjoy. You enjoy what you're doing. You love it. And that comes through in your sound. Now, I have uh, I have a, uh, in case you missed the earlier part of the show, my uh, co-host filling in this week for one radio guy is another radio guy who's an old friend of mine who goes back to high school. And uh, Jeff Moulton, I know that you'd like to get in here and uh, uh, with a, a question or comment. Well, I noticed that you're on Fanzula Records. Fanzulo. Fanzulo. Yeah, okay, Fanzulo. where did, where where are they out of? Los Angeles. Uh, L.A. How'd you, how you? How did you hook up with them? Uh, met met Mike Lembo, the owner, through a mutual friend at a mixer in Los Angeles, and I was just kind of down in L.A. with you know advanced print copies of the record and he said oh just got a new record and I remember mike kind of looked at my other friend and just said i can't believe you just did that and left me in a corner with this guy and then ran away but <laughs> we ended up talking and, and he ended up calling or emailing me the next day saying he actually really liked it and he'd love to talk about putting it out funzula records out of la right it's funzalo like it's a, it's a, uh, a, a pun on the phrase funds are low 
Yeah, it's kind of right. like a, it's kind of like an Italian name, you know, Joe Funzolo. Yeah, hey Joey Funzolo, bag of donuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Vinny Gubbs. Yes. Come on, Jeff. You came from an Italian part of the world, suburban Italian yep, town. I did. <laughs> we both did. It was the South Philadelphia. Uh, it was the first thing I uh, first thing I thought of when I first heard the name Funzlow Records, which was a uh, few years ago. I had an, an artist on here that uh, at the time was on Funzlow, and uh, it, what is really really ironic, Jeff, uh, well both Jeffs, but uh, Jeff from the band specifically, uh, a couple of days after you and I talked and we made arrangements to have you come and join us on the show. I got a uh, I got a press release from Funzalo Records telling me that you guys were putting out a new record and would I be interested in uh, in getting a copy of it to play and I dropped him a note and told him I said uh, you're a little bit late I just closed the deal to have him on my show already so I thought that was uh, well, it's good to know we're keeping up with our PR department. Well, not only that, it's nice to know that uh, we're a step ahead of your label. That's always a it's always a good thing when you can get one up on the label. But so you guys have been together now for about a year and a half. You're already uh, producing some good sounds. You got your first album you. out. Now, what's the What's the release on your album now? Is it's either what just been released or just going to be? July thirteenth came out on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, on Friday the 13th. Hey, now there's a lucky number Whoa. for you. <laughs> and are you, doing, uh, are you doing any touring in support of it? Pretty much constantly. We're out all the time. And we're just really focused on the West Coast for now until we can get some radio play traction in other parts of the country. But, yeah, I mean, we're playing a couple times a week, every week, every weekend. Got a big white 15-passenger uh, van that we've converted, and we're in it right now. We pulled over because we were afraid we wouldn't have a signal. Probably a little safer that way too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, um, so you're not you're not touring the east yet. You're not coming out of California. We, we or have. We did we did oh, a whole yeah. country loop last last year. We did up and down both coasts. We've been everywhere really. I mean, you know, not everywhere, but lots and lots of places. Um, but once we signed with these guys, they said let's just focus on grassroots stuff. Keep you know hidden places that you can go have success and then go back sure. and go back and go back again. I don't know if they've told you, but I'm an administrator of a radio station in Rochester. I certainly would like to oh. hear from you. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, uh, I'd say have your people, David. Call my people, David. We can uh, we can uh, we can do that. I also want to pass on to you as I do all our guests. Once you're on the show, you're part of our family. Okay, we'll always have a place oh, nice. for you. We'll help promote your music, your tours, whatever. I have a page on Facebook. Uh, it's a uh, group's music page, the David Bowers Awards. That is up there solely for the purpose of guests on my show to post whatever they want about their music, their careers, their tours release dates, whatever you got that you want to share. One more place to put on your uh, PR list. You can go there and post whatever you've got happening. I want to share it with the world and uh, keep that in mind. By all means, please keep in touch with us, too, because we love to follow our guests, watch your careers, and uh, definitely have you come back again in the future. Tell us a little bit before we let you go. Tell us about... Uh, this next song that we're going to play called because this is a this is a change of pace from what we opened with. It's called "If Only We Could Sleep." Uh, that one that was one of the earlier ones. 
that we wrote together. It was, it was, I, 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 at the time the political climate was, was getting really geared up and everybody was just doing what they tend to do and say really nasty things about everybody that doesn't feel exactly the same way that they do. And, um, you know, I, I, I tend to struggle with not being able to, to get a, a sleep, a healthy amount of sleep when I'm stressed out. And, you know, I guess I just, I was stressed out because the world was getting kind of ugly or the country was getting kind of ugly. And, uh, you know, I think I had kind of just fought my way through a night of not a ton of sleep because of, you know, some of the news and talking head things that I heard. And, um, I guess that we were trying to write a record at the time. So every morning, like I would sit and listen to demos that Adam had sent me with my morning coffee. And, and that was one that he had sent and I, I hadn't slept much the night before. So that was the first thing that kind of came barreling out. Just kind of a message to everybody that doesn't have anything nice to say. I gotcha, and you're uh, you're absolutely right. That's uh, something we've talked about on the show before. It, 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 I don't know. To me, it just seems that uh, if people would spend as much time coming up with uh, possible solutions to our problem as the uh, problems in the plural, as they do in you know bad mouthing everybody else and downing others. Uh, we'd probably be a heck of a lot better society, but hey, hey that's my uh, that's my rant for today, folks. Moving right along, we want to thank you guys Echo. so much for coming and joining us. And uh, absolutely, one last thing, one last thing before you go, we uh, want to make sure everybody gets their fair shake. Tell us about your uh, your boys in the band. Uh, well, I got to my immediate right is uh, Mr. John Schumann. He's our drummer. He's a strapping gentleman. Uh, he's the handsome one. And uh, okay. his, his older brother, Adam, who is also strapping and handsome, just not as handsome. Hey. hey. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you got the hierarchy yeah, worked out. That's Yeah, I mean, I'm just the funny looking. I'm the oldest guy in this band. That's never happened to me before, so... I gotta, I gotta make sure the youth feels important. But um, these guys have been playing music together their entire lives, and they're they're a well-oiled machine. I mean, we we their last name is Schumann, and we can consider calling this band Van Schumann or Bond Schumann or Van Bond Schumann was a, was definitely in the run. But it's just it's an honor to be playing music with these guys because they're about as cohesive as two musicians could be because they got you know two and a half decades of, of history together. Fantastic, and always good when you got a uh, when you got a strong cohesive group like that. Again, our thanks to you for joining us, sharing some of your story and your music. Be sure and keep in touch. We'd love to have you come back again and tell us everything that's happened since the last time you were here. Best of luck to you guys, ladies Thank and gentlemen. You. They call themselves Static and Surrender. This is if only we could sleep. Your journey or just someone else who knows How to tell you what it's like to feel this way Cause I can't find the words Able-minded men that tried before me Seen again and now you're off to show
And there you go. That's a group called the Cherry Blue Storms and a thing called Out. That is from their latest album, which is not out yet. But we do have the Cherry Blue Storms here with us right now. Deborah and Glenn, hello. How are you? Very good. (laughs) Just fine, thank you. Great. Thank you. Glad to have you here with us today. And uh, thank you for sharing your new album with us. It's been a while since you were on before. Uh, As I remember, the last time you were on, you introduced, uh, uh, think, uh, uh, something about boots. Uh, I don't have the title right here. Seven League Boots, that's it. I remember because there was such an interesting story behind the title. So how are you guys doing now? I understand you're spending a lot of time in the studio. Well, we've been, it's sort of been like crash course, get the vocals finished, et cetera, et cetera. We've just had a few challenges that have popped up here and there. Um, Do you want to jump in, Glenn? (laughs) Sure. Well, it's it's the usual, you know. Chinese fire drill at the eleventh hour, you know. So it's uh, <laughs> I, standard standard running procedure for us, you know. I can relate. <laughs> we had <laughs> we had a little bit of that here today because my uh, regular co-host John Bon Jovial had a uh, last minute emergency; he couldn't be here with us. So uh, we've been uh, we've been doing pretty much the same thing. Now, I understand without uh, you know without belaboring the issue. Understand you've had a. Uh, you've had kind of a uh, physical problem yourself that's uh, kind of interfered with your normal operations. Yeah, well, I, I, I had, uh, you know, some, some chronic issues that were affecting me, and then uh, I don't know if it was related or not, but all of a sudden uh, I got an infection. I, I thought I just had, like, the flu or something. I had a fever, and uh, so I didn't take it seriously enough, and as it turned out, I, it almost killed me, so I ended up in the hospital oh, for a while. And uh, you know they put me in a in a coma for three or four days or something, and it was it was wow. pretty hairy. But uh, anyway, I I, uh, I I emerged victorious, and uh, you know moving moving ahead. That's the, the important now, so. thing. You are a trooper. Yep. I give you that. I give you every bit of that. I congratulate you on your success in getting past that, and uh, I wish you all the best in the world. It's. Uh, it sounds like it's been a real challenge, and I know that uh, you're probably uh, you're probably working hard at, at keeping this uh, the studio work going because I know you are. Last I knew, when I talked to Deb uh, yesterday, I guess it was, uh, you were actually you guys were still in and out of the studio, finished putting the final touches on the album. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, we we. Got most of it done, but you know, there, there inevitably are the the last things. You know, we had some vocals left to do, and and uh, just you know, we thought we were all done with the guitars and instruments. And then last night, also, I realized that I forgot to do one guitar part. <laughs> so, oh gosh, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. always nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to go back and lay yeah. that track in. Now, the new album, new album is called Whirligig, which uh, brings back memories of my childhood, and I'm I'm sure it does, Jeff. Too, because that was a uh, that was a favorite ride at the uh, at the carnivals that used to go around. They called the Whirly Gig way back when. And uh, where did you come up with that title from? Well, I, I don't know if there was a specific place. I, mean, I really I was drawn to the word um, partly because of the association uh, with the amusement ride, like like you said, 
but uh, also just uh, you know, it's Whirly Gig has the word gig in it, and uh, our uh-huh. previous record was a rock opera, and was very keyboard heavy and uh, was clearly a, a studio project, and um, not that we don't do a number of those songs live, but. Uh, it, it kind of felt more like a, a concept record because that's what it was. And I wanted to emphasize the, the live band aspect, you know, be, go back to the core of what we do, which is more guitar oriented and have the excitement of a band on stage, you know, try to bring some more of that and that identity to the band with this album. And so I thought Whirly Gig was an appropriate title. And this album comes out when? Thing. Whoops, I'm sorry. Pardon me? I jumped in there. What was the question? My my question, real quick, was when does the album come out? August 19th. August 19th, the album will be out. It's called Whirly Gig, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be playing another track from it in just a few minutes here. Now, Jeff, go right ahead and uh, fire away with your question. Well, I see you're having a a party that night, the night that you're releasing it at Skinny's Lounge in North Hollywood. That's correct. We're going to do a live performance of the entire album and a few other songs. Will the album be on sale? We think so. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I hope so. (laughs) Well, I mean, mean, will, will the album in some form be available at Skinny's Lounge in North Hollywood on August 19th? Yes. Very good. Definitely. Okay, that was and of course, along along with our, ourselves, um, our jolly selves, we'll, we'll have Duncan Fora, formerly of Bay City Rollers and uh, Rabbit, uh, Ooh, okay. doing an opening set. And uh, Duncan's a, a wonderful artist. And then we also have uh, John Borak, who's uh, known around here as a, as a rock writer, as well as a drummer for power pop bands around town. Uh, he writes for Goldmine and so forth, and he's going to be DJing. And for the people who are not able to be in North Hollywood that night, uh, they can find you, of course, online. Uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of offers do you have for them for obtaining the album? Um, you mean what kind of package packages? Because they won't be able to make it here. If you have any special Jerry? packages, yeah, but uh, definitely so yeah. that they know how to how to get the album. Yeah, I'm going to have Courtney tell you right now. There is the out of towner bundle that's available on the merch page um, at thecherrybluestorms.com, and that comes with the CD and it comes with a T-shirt. And then you can also just pre-order the record on its own as well from the same place. Plus the download. Uh, Plus the download. Sounds like a great package either way. I wish the heck I would be. I was yeah. able to get out there. I, that's that's one of the areas. When I lived in Southern California, I didn't spend a lot of time in North Hollywood. I went to uh, I went to several a lot of shows in Hollywood, but uh, I didn't get to spend. As a matter of fact, I think the biggest thing I didn't like in North Hollywood is I got to meet my boyhood idol. Clayton Moore, the Lone Ranger. I got to meet him oh, over cool. there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have our memories, right? <laughs> but uh, How long that's great. You been gone? I'm sorry? How long have you not lived here? Oh, let's see. I left. 
I left Southern California in 2003. Yeah, I left in 2003 and uh, came out here to Arizona. So uh, it's been about 15 years since I was there. And well, the last time like I was you got in, out so, at a good time. What's that? I said it seems like you got out at a good time. What Looking back on it, I, I have regretted it ever since, to be honest with you, because I loved Southern California. Uh, most of it, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't real fond of the city density, but uh, uh, I loved the climate, uh, the people, the 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 varied activities. I mean, everything from uh, a go-go all the time to getting out into the desert or the mountains, just away from everybody. It, it's just such a beautiful place. But yeah, uh, things have changed, and uh, it's not the same Southern California that I uh, that I fell in love with. You're right about that. Now, you guys have any uh, any schedule for getting on the road, perhaps in the support of the album? Not, not yet. Um, you know, we, we had, as you, as you know, a few things to get over and, and we really wanted sure. to focus on just getting the record done and, and as good as we could make it. Um, so no, we, we really kind of, uh, made the show at Skinny's kind of our apex and kind of a, a, a new place to start. So we have a new band in fact. And, uh, so we just haven't, gotten that far as far as scheduling anything else or figuring out what we're what we're going to do beyond that point any possibility any possibility you'll be uh, posting some videos from the party most likely i'm sure somebody will be doing some video footage (laughs) awesome (laughs) all right well we want to thank you so much for coming in spending time with us today sharing your brand new album even before it comes out and uh, we will look forward to uh, having it available to everybody august 19th ladies and gentlemen and uh before we let you go uh tell us about this uh this next track that we're going to play and uh ironically we just had a song about if only we could sleep and uh now we're going to have another song about sleep tell us about the track sleep well, just before he does, I just have to say that because we were listening to that, that song, we both smiled when we heard the title of that song from the other band when we were on hold. You know? Ironic. So, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Here's Glenn. Well, um, I don't tend to write a lot of overtly romantic songs uh, or ones that are nakedly about relationships or whatever, but this song does happen to be one of two in particular I can think of that are uh, about Deborah. And uh, I think uh, this is one where it's a little bit more acoustic oriented. So I think the lyrics should be able to be discerned better than most of our more rocking songs. And uh, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to Eric Rigler, who is the uh, amazing uh, Ilian Pipe player who who played on this song. So uh, uh, the other thing is that uh, there's a little influence from uh, I'm Only Sleeping by the Beatles. So check it out. We will, and we're going to listen to it right now. Thank you so much, Deb. 
Glenn, and also Courtney for dropping in. We're glad to have you with us. Keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. And remember, post up on uh, on my music page on Facebook and uh, interact with me on all the social media. I always look forward to talking to our guests and keeping in touch down the road. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves the Cherry Blue Storms. This is Sleep. your hands moving on the pillowcase You make a picture there that you can then erase And I feel it slipping in the sea Away from me to heaven's gate So many promises to keep As I'll try Help you count the sheep. I see your hair falling gently on your eyes. A magic curtain behind which dreams materialize. And I hear your breath refuse to verge. Diving down below. Breaking on the verge And I'll try To feel the water surge That's it. That's called Sleep. Those are the cherry blue storms. Jeff Moulton, the real Jeff Moulton, and now 
the legendary real Jeff Moulton. I want to thank you for coming in, sitting in in place of John Bon Jovial. Dave, what is the, the website that you can give them to listen to? They can pick us up on any social media. Uh, just just search the David Bowers Awards. They'll find the show. And then, of course, we're online every Saturday at noon on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ FM 106.3. Sundays, to catch our show on Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that's 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC. And then after that, the following week, all our shows are released to all those other many and myriad platforms, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, YouTube, Spreaker, all those places. Uh, just Google the David Bowers Awards. You'll find us everywhere. Jeff? Can, can I put a plug in for my show? I wish you would. My show airs on Rochester Free Radio, WRFC, 106.3 FM, every Saturday night that would be Eastern. It's an oldie show. Think of uh, Top 40 Radio in 1973, what a station would sound like. And my show airs from 8 till 10 every Saturday night. You can listen to it on rochesterfreeradio.com slash listen live or on the TuneIn radio app. Or if you just happen to be in Rochester, New York, you can listen to it on 106.3 FM. It's called the ABC Saturday Night Oldies Party. That name came about because I also do a show for a group out of England called ABC Oldies. So I kind of linked that with another oldie show I used to do. So it's the ABC Saturday Night Oldies Party with the real Jeff Moulton or the award-winning real Jeff Moulton every Saturday night from 8 till 10. That'd be Eastern Daylight or Standard Time, whatever. And we hope you'll join us. We do dedications. We take requests. We do lost dogs. We do uh, birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, we just say hello to people. It's fun. It's all the great hits from the 50s, 60s, 70s into the 80s. And they do accept contributions, and he is steroid-free. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's been a ball. We'll look forward for you listeners again next week, same time, same bat channel. Till then, have a ball, y'all, from the, from the real The David Bowers Awards. So long.